in a world where all of John Granado's vices combine in a symphony of debauchery. Two strangers must work in tandem to prevent John's gambling, golf, and guzzling from consuming and destroying all those surrounding him during his episodes. Those strangers are Lance Erline and Del Olalea, and the task ahead of them is vast and treacherous. Can they face the challenge? Will they survive? Well, you're about to find out because you're in the trench. Get in the trench. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back from the DraftKings Sportsbook. Happy anniversary, Josh. No, it's exciting. Man, a year of amazing games and events, and look at the space. I mean, there's no better place to watch a game. Josh Robinson, Chief Marketing Officer here, Big Cheese, uh, at the Golden Nugget Lake Charles. Just Now, how much do you – you're the Chief Marketing Officer here. Houston has got to be your number one target, right? Oh, well, absolutely. We've got – you know, a lot of our guests come over from Houston and Texas, and we got great crowd here in the home state of Louisiana as well. But, you know, we love our Houstonians and – Really, all our guests. Yeah, you. I mean, you have uh, the numbers. Are we uh, like the majority of your? Is Houston the majority of your uh, players here? It's up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you do? Do you do a lot, or is that you leave that up to Houston to take care of that stuff? Do, I mean, your marketing. Do you send dollars to Houston, or how does that? How does that work? Oh yeah. I mean, look. If you guys come here and play here, and and you know, sign up for a twenty-four K card. And, you know, look, you'll have offers in your mailbox in, in, you know, probably seven days. Oh, yeah. Inbox, mailbox, we got you covered. Yeah. Be- oh, that that's the way to go about it. Sign up for your 24 card. And then, then you got all the information, and now now we're going to now we're gonna hit you. Because I get hit with the uh, Golden Nugget Las Vegas a lot. And I'm like, I got, I got Lake Charles <laughs> right I got Lake Charles right here. Stop trying to lure me over there, Vegas. Oh, look, you, you know, you've got to go and check it out. It's an amazing property. What? In, uh, in Vegas. Vegas. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, no, it is. Right it in is. downtown. Look, they've got an amazing pool area, a lot of great restaurants. But, again, they got the big know, shark tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm a little partial. Lake Charles is where it's at. Yeah, no, no, no. And it's just the two hours. It's so easy to get to. That's the thing about this. Houston, yeah, Houston is here. Last night we saw Houston people here. A lot of Houston on people On the elevators, here. off the elevators, in, in the, at the ice. Oh, yeah. You know, at the ice bar right there at the registration. Just perfect. It is just, uh, it's just, it's just fantastic. Everything about this one year for you, okay? Did, uh, we sat here a year ago. Oh yeah, actually, when it was just opening yeah. up. Yeah, two years ago, in the other space in the blue, blue martini. Yeah, blue, blue martini. Uh, we were up you had up the there cages with, in the in the in the blue martini with John Avello. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we had the temporary sports book. And and Matt came and made the big bet there, too. Yep, Matt came in when we were there and made the big bet on, I don't want to say it was Mississippi State Moneyline, which was a loser. But they took it, booked it, and they were good to go. But, uh, yes, you have come a long way. Um, We we had a lot of talks yesterday. We spoke a lot with Greg about the things that are are being done here uh, in terms of people having events here. There's, There's a lumber lumber companies there's there's still a lot of this is the place if you ever go to vegas you'll notice it's it's a convention hub yep vegas is a big convention hub because you're having fun and a, it can host a large group of people how many rooms do you guys have here from a convention standpoint if yep. people wanted to bring theirs here yeah we've got a, over thirty thousand square feet of uh, meeting 
place. So we've got the Grand Event Center, the same place where we do our concerts, can fit a large amount of people in there. And then we've got some breakout rooms, the Post Oak, Willowick, uh, a lot of great spaces. We've you, got boardrooms. we got you covered, whatever you're looking for. You did a giant poker tournament there, too. Yep. Yeah. What, Look, what, there's really not much for? we can't do. What was that? What was that for? I forget. You guys did the month of, uh, you did a whole month of poker tournaments right there, right? So we've got a poker room which is located right next to right. the sports book here, and we've done tournaments in the past, larger tournaments. Um, but we look, you know, we've got some people that come in and different groups. We can set up a poker tournament for different groups. Oh yeah. Just fantastic! It's it's everything about it. Everything about it cannot be better, and it's a one year anniversary here of the DraftKings Sportsbook. This partnership with DraftKings, right? This is a, it's is it a separate entity than than the than the casino? How does it work? Yeah, no. So I mean, this sportsbook is is a part of Golden Nugget. So DraftKings, of course, is is our brand partner. DraftKings has an online app where you can bet here in Louisiana and other places throughout the U.S. Uh, but no, they're a great brand partner of ours, and and. They do good things for us. No, absolutely. And this this could not have turned out better. And I would imagine the other the other casinos are looking at this because they don't have this. The other casinos in, in the Landry's uh, family. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I mean, even, you know, within the family, outside of the family, every time I walk into this space, I'm just like, man, I mean, this is, it's a really amazing space. Over 3,200 square feet of LED screens. I mean, literally Every wall is a TV, if you want to think of it that way. Yeah. Um, and this is honestly the nicest sports book I think I've ever walked into, you know, in Louisiana, in Vegas, anywhere. I agree. I agree. It's, it, can, it could not have been set up better. So if you want to come here, make your reservation, too, by the way. Because if there's going to be a big event, and I told you, listen, make your reservation now for the Super Bowl so that you get a room. So that you get a table here. It's a good idea. This is the time to do it. Yeah, it's a good idea to do it now. Now. Why oh, yeah. Not? And get, get, get your buddies together. You guys come with the wives and buddies, and you guys have a big time. There's no better place. There will be no better. Every TV had the Super Bowl on it. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's it's just fantastic. Just fantastic. With every, all the people yelling. And, did oh, yeah. you watch it, the it's Super like, Bowl it's, here? Oh, yeah. It's like sensory overload. Yeah. Right. I mean, you just it, it's exciting. You can feel the vibe in the space. Man, I look. There... You know, and I get it. I'm partial. I work here, but yeah, if I if I were going to go anywhere to watch a game, it's going to be right in here. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's not only just for the Super Bowl, but it fills. I would imagine this thing's going to fill up every Sunday. Oh yeah, every Look, college football Saturday and Sunday. Absolutely. Looking, we have a UFC fights in here, boxing events in yeah. here. I mean, it it'll pack out for every game. So yep. UFC fights, you just show them. There's no. Correct. People don't have to pay a fee to get in or whatever. No, I mean, look, you can go online, book your table, book your uh, your seat. Yeah, that would help. And yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it would help to actually have a seat. Yeah, oh yeah, to have a table. But then you're you're good to go in and you're watching some of the top fights. So yeah, it's, there's no cover for for the UFC. Fight. You are doing no. probably. I would imagine you're doing like the stuff like the Jake Paul fights too. Anything that is pay per view that's going to draw people in. Heck yeah, yeah, because yeah. that stuff's as big as. Some of the UFC cards now bigger actually yeah. than some of the UFC cards. It doesn't matter in terms you, of the total buys. And if you can bet on it, uh, you'll have it. You on. can. <laughs> you can bet on it. <laughs> well, we watched some. Te- can you bet on tennis here? You can absolutely bet on tennis yeah. here, right? Yes. Yeah. On the U.S. Open right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Not that you I can would pretty know much who, bet on everything. Not that I would know who to bet on, or but I could just flip a coin, whatever. Alcaraz. Yeah, that that's Alcaraz. A, that's that's a good bet. That's a good bet. Yeah. Uh, Djokovic, you know, between yeah, the two, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be a it's going to be one of a them. coin toss, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. 
Bet on one of those two. I don't know that the odds are going to be great. But bet on one of those two uh, here at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The one-year anniversary. We were here for it a year ago, and now we're back here, and we hope we come back every year to kick off the football season. And people, it's going to be big. It's It's so much fun. Get on over here. We were watching the games last night, and those were even – they were terrible. They were terrible games, <laughs> and it was still like – you're like you said, sensory overload. Every single game watching uh, and every screen, and every screen and all the yelling because – it doesn't matter how big or small the game is. If you've got money on it, it's more, you care about it. It's, it's, it's more important. exciting yeah. to be around energy. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's more exciting to be around energy. I've always thought that watching games at a Vegas sports book previously, you know, I was when you're in a sports book where there's, and you don't know what everyone's cheering for, especially when there are a bunch of games, well, now we can drive and, and get the same thing without flying and doing the whole 100%. nine yards. And, and if people say, hey, I can't, you know, I can't spend the night overnight, okay, well, then. Drive in in the morning. Come watch your 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 morning games, your afternoon or your afternoon games, your evening games, and drive back if that's going to be the case. But they'd like for you to stay. They'd like for you to. It's better if you get a room. Yeah. yeah look, I mean, we we want to give you a full experience, right? But you know, come anytime for a little time or a long time. We got you covered. And how about this? You drink all night. You watch your games. No DUI. You walk right up to your room. <laughs> the only John comes with you, that angle. No DUI. You walk right up to your room. You can you know, pass out, right, after you've been drinking all night, watching games, having fun. There you go. Winning money. That seems like a very specific for me. targeted audience. For me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Josh Robinson. Josh, thanks so much. We love being here. Thank you for having us. Oh, thank you, it's guys. It's always a pleasure for us to be here, and we really love it. Thank you. Josh Robinson, the Chief Marketing Director here at the Golden Nugget Lake Charles. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. You're listening to John and Lance Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles and their on-site engineer, Del Olaleya. Del Olaleya. I just love me some John Denver and Del Olaleya. I like to say it's it's just Olale, yeah. There's a lot of extra being put on by you and Spencer. It's just Olale. Pretty easy. Olaleya. I don't know what's in your mouth when you Nothing. say my name. Nothing. Why you have you suffered some type of brain injury when you say my name? Uh, did you see the report that came out? 40% of the athletes who die under the age of 30 have CTE in the studies. That's a pretty high number. It's grim, Lance. It's a grim report. Pretty high number. Welcome back, everybody. Well, you said brain injury. (laughs) Okay. So you hit him with brain injury. Welcome back. He left the door open, counselor. So we are going to – we are going to – we have no – nobody on the segment. We have no segment. Oh, DJ Bianame. I think that's every other – Oh, it's every other? Okay. We alternate between us. And okay. Did you have them last Friday? Yes. Yeah, we, we did. did. We did. So um, the Astros are back in action at home against the Yankees. Three-game set this weekend. Go on out there and uh, wear orange. Go early. Wear orange. Stay late. Uh, or whatever Texas used to say on the T-shirts. So do all that stuff. And then uh, we had college football yesterday. We had, we had uh, Florida versus Utah. Wasn't great. Wasn't a great game to watch, but Utah did what they were supposed to do. The Matt Rule era started, 
in Nebraska but ended quickly because he doesn't have a quarterback who can throw. So they lost it, uh, thanks to three interceptions and including a late interception. So we were talking about this. They're a pretty good defensive we're unit. talking about this with John and I as we were leaving the, the sports book. How does Matt Rule look at what, what um, what's his name, Jeff Sims did at Georgia Tech and go, I'm, I'm going to reach out to that, that guy. Or <laughs> Billy Napier, I go with Grammaritz. I know you might have had issues recruiting, or in, at least in, a, in Matt Rule's case, dealing with Scott Frost, Scott Frost leftovers. Yeah. But you're in the transfer portal trying to find a quarterback, and you land on Jeff Sims? Why it's, would you it, land on Jeff it's Sims? It's tough because Matt Rule's offense will have some – like he'll have some quarterbacks running, but – he does. It does require some passing. I don't know. Probably just big, athletic, and you hope you can get a little bit more out of him as a passer. But he actually lost the game for you yesterday. Yes. He, I mean, their defense played great. They're running around. They're hitting people. The defense, I think, is going to be pretty salty. But man, offensively, they just. Whew, I think you can't fade uh, a quarterback who gets behind the sticks. I mean, or just throws back break. You mentioned. You mentioned the play earlier in the show. It's third and goal inside the. Why didn't he well, they were field the, goal there. Well, hold on. Well, start down. That time. He only had eight seconds. Well, they were at the one-yard line. How about this? They're at the one-yard line. We're going to quarterback sneak right. in for a touchdown, and it was a false start. And so then they got moved back, and then they threw the interception. That's how one mistake near the goal line, it took three points off the board. Then later, he was in a similar situation, third and, like third and, eight, third and goal from the eight or something like that. And he called – Dell and I joked about, well, we weren't even really joking – you got to run this ball. You can't let this guy throw again. And sure enough, it was a quarterback draw. They took their field goal, and, and, and you know, they they took the lead. But uh, it's, No, I, I don't know that I've seen worse quarterback play than Jeff Sims in quite a while. That was awful. awful. Now, Graham Mertz really stunk it up in the second well, half well, of last season. Well, they've had similar tra- trajectories. Yeah. Jeff Sims' first college game was a game where he had to go on the road against Florida State. Not a great Florida State team under Willie Taggart. But it was a guy who all of a sudden he, they blew Florida State out. And everyone was like, okay, look at Jeff Sims. Go at it. And Graham Mertz had a better performance against Illinois in his first start. And neither one has shown the promise they showed in their first start. It's been downhill. And I don't, Billy Napier has had a year to try to go find a quarterback, a couple recruiting classes, and still landed on Jeff that's, that's, uh, Graham Mertz that's for what whatever reason. On. Graham Mertz had all the advantages in the world. You think about how – Wisconsin runs their offense. They're going to depend on their running game and their offensive line. So all they wanted, they thought getting that four-star would kind of elevate them as a program because they never get that type of talent. And it looked great after game one, It hasn't, and he hasn't been the same since. I just don't know how Billy Napier, in a really big year for him, I don't know if, if it's a fireable thing after if he's bad in year two, how you land on Graham Mertz. What did you see from Graham Mertz outside of high school tape that made you think, this is a guy I want to bank on? And, and, and it came yeah. back to bite him. Well, in different systems, you never know if a guy's going to be. But he just can't throw. And they, and they Neither of them can throw. And their best, at, their best, we talk about the Texans and their depth and where, where their most talented units are. But the Florida, their most talented units, they're running, and they're running backs, and they didn't lean on them. I think they had 10 carries for 31 yards. Now, they couldn't get any push, but I'm not depending on Graham Mertz to throw the ball. You know what's times. amazing? Utah has three quarterbacks better than either of those guys. Yeah. And well, Bryson Barnes looked good. Yeah. Nate Johnson looked good. When, he could, when, he was when Nate Johnson's football. a running quarterback, but that's why that's but why he, so many teams he can throw it better than either of those. So guys. many teams understand you got to have a dual threat quarterback. Because if your quarterback's not going to be a very good passer like Graham Mertz, you got to be able to run. And he like, doesn't you run. Have to be able. He no, doesn't run. That's that why much. he stinks. No. That's why five star unloaded on Utah. Yeah. But he's like, I'm fading Graham Mertz. 
He's got, I don't even care. By the way, he's got UMass tonight. For those of you who missed yesterday's show, he's got UMass. Today, is it today or tomorrow? Whatever the case may be. Uh, but he had him a plus 39. I saw plus 35. I don't know which one it, which one it's at right now. Uh, but uh, five stars been hot he for us. Some, uh, and he's got a show tonight, right? Seven o'clock. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Seven uh, o'clock tonight. Uh, you can hear five star. Rem- and by the way, remember the college football clock is running now. So the unders, they're working off of old historic numbers when they're setting these totals. So the unders may be the play early on in this season before the line makers kind of catch up. Both of the unders hit yesterday. I'd, I'd argue that it was offensive inability that more than anything. But I think you're going to see a lot more 40s. We're already starting to see it a lot more like NFL caliber. under Where it used to be 70s and 60s, you're starting to see – you still have some of those and with with USC games, for example. Um, did you see the story about Andy Reid? Yeah. Andy Reid was on a podcast with Chris Long, Chris Long's podcast. The one podcast. where he got the play from the janitor? Yeah, he said so. when he was the Green Bay Packers, um, he was with the Packers between 92 and 98, and he – he had this. Uh, he said it was a mom and pop janitor business, and he goes, "Coach, I really got to play this." Gonna and he kept bothering him, and he gave him a card and said, "Okay, draw it up." And he got it, and he said, "Dang, that's a pretty dang, that's pretty good." We called the play just before halftime, and it scored. And he starts hitting his wife, going, "That's my play, that's my play." Well, he now went, he didn't hit his wife. No, he like, kind of nudged her. Yeah, yeah. He's like that's my play. That's my play. Hey. Pooh, that's my play. He said, "We'll take plays." Not your play. He said, "We'll take plays from anywhere," and you can see with his imagination. And by the way, in quarterbacks, we got to look at the little roundabout play where they all circled yeah. and circled. All that was all they were doing with that. Tur- you may remember the 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 Kansas City Chiefs play where they they went in a um, a circle and then just, the offensive uh, lineman around Pat Mahomes. Yeah, they were home. all circling, 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 and then they ran to the offensive line. That was meant as a diversionary tactic, so the team, so the defense wouldn't recognize the tackle who was tackle eligible. Right. That's all they were trying to do was as a diversionary tactic. But it gave you some insight into what Andy, did you, you know, was kind of thinking. Did you hear the other story about the? Uh, well, uh, another coach said. We were playing Andy Reid's son in a high school football game, and we had a double handoff. And two weeks later, Andy used it, Andy used it in, the, in, in, his, See, in the Chiefs game. I think that's great because yeah. I think that – maybe, maybe it was the Packers. I think a good creative idea is a good creative idea. Yeah. I've got some idea. I showed uh, Steve Mariucci a play that I've always thought about where you basically you line up – you basically line up your, your running backs kind of – wide like near the tackles and then you you make a quick toss to the the play side and it looks like a running play but it's just a run pass option where if the cornerback comes down to you know your your wide receiver can can do a little shadow blocking and if the cornerback comes down hard then the wide receiver goes out for a pass if the cornerback stays with the wide receiver then the wide receiver blocks and it turns into a run it's always been something i've thought about where you create run pass options Outside, for it'd have to be a specific type of running back who can throw it a little bit. But you could it, plays come from all over the places, which is what I want to suggest here. I was thinking about this when I read this story. What if we have listeners drop football plays and send it to us? You can just take it, a picture with your with your camera and send it to me or John uh, with your tweet phone, it. and and you can tweet it to us with a picture from your phone, a picture, and we show Dana. And see if Dana will use one of our listeners' play. Just one play, one time. 
just in a game, mm-hmm. see if Dana will, if we have the winning play, and Dana says, this is a play I will use. Yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to see that. That one of our listeners calls a play or, or creates a play that ends up being a touchdown. Yeah. To win the game against Texas. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Look at this. Look at, we won. Well, the ball's on we Dana won. to say, I'm going to take Barry from the west side. I'm going to, I'm going to take Tattoo Lover or what's even oh. worse is. Bonus, yeah. bonus hole lovers, like, hey Dana, can you discuss that play we had? Yeah, we got a play from bonus hole lover, and uh, I don't know, Granado, John Granado, local radio guy, uh, <laughs> gave it to me from bonus lover, or hole lover, or something, and <laughs> yeah, you saw it just like I did. We scored a touchdown. Like, how good would that That'd be? That'd be awesome. You know what my play is, and and it's got to happen. You put the punter in on third down, okay, as a wide receiver. Okay. Nobody notices he comes into the game, doesn't know. The cornerback is on him. The punter comes in on third down. You don't get the third down. The punter goes back, and you keep the same personnel on the field. They can't bring their personnel on the field if you don't change. So you got the punter in the game to punt on the, on the very next play if you don't get that first down, and they can't change personnel. Well, they're just in safety. Well, that's right, but they can't return it. And right, by the way, really, you know what's yeah. probably going to happen? They waste the timeout. Well, you've got to be so you've got a dead player on the field where you know that he can't possibly. Well, make the there's play. always a decoy. He could be a. So you're saying it's like something. if it's third and twelve or third something. third and twelve or and something, and you don't care about getting a first down, right? Well, or you don't think you're going to get a first. It could be even third and twenty-two, whatever the case may be. Like, like Minnesota or Nebraska could do this. Yes, or that they could do it on third and one. Yeah, because they're not going to get a first down, right? Yeah, so they can't change personnel if you don't change personnel. They can't change personnel if you don't. And then they got to use a timeout. If you do this late in the game and they have to waste a timeout, that is that is totally Hold on, safe. why can't they change personnel? Well, they can, if you don't. but if you rush at no, the line. Yeah, they, if they've got too many men on the field. Uh, oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. I then mean, it's they a can, penalty. They can try. And then you actually should do it with if it's fourth, if it's third and four because you'll is, get a first down This on is one down. of the wildest concepts I've ever heard. You are literally advocating for having a play where you only have really ten men on the field right. on a third down, I, I, just so I you split can, him out wide. He said the quarterback's going to take him anyway. Just so you can, I'm going to run to play the other way. What's the difference? But you're doing this as a give up play, just no, so no, you no, can. No, 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 no. If the guy's on the left side on, uh, as a wide receiver, and I'm running right anyway with a RPO, I, or I'm just going to run my quarterback anyway, that guy's not going to be in the play anyway. I'm not giving up. Anything. If, well, then you've limited what the play you can call. You can't go to his side. Well, or he, may, he might be a good blocker. You don't know. Yeah, I know. He's a punter. No. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, this an punter, Australian punter? This punter might be a good blocker. An you Australian don't know. Australian punter? You don't, don't know. Just you don't know. Australian doesn't make you automatically oh, tough. Oh, it makes you tough. And it doesn't make you 230 pounds. Okay, would you rather have a punter that's from... Bel Air or no. from Australia. If I were wanted somebody to fight, if I wanted somebody on my team, my fighting side, as yeah. David Allen Coe once said, probably an Australian well, is, punter. Well, is, Australian the, punter. is the punter from Bel Air being recruited from someplace else to play at a private school, or was he born in Bel Air? You're saying, do you want a Kincaid punter or a punter that comes from Australia? I want an Australian punter. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I, don't I want love a pri- Kincaid. Don't I don't want wrong. a private school punter. But I've seen their punters. I he ain't. You know so what? they don't. They don't. The recruiting budget doesn't. Go to punters when they were actually. No, you, I no. would think no. private schools might have kids who go to punting schools and stuff like this. That make them blockers. Well, we yeah. sent Austin to a punting school, and I don't uh, want an Austin. Okay, 
or a Dylan. Well, not on your fighting. I don't want a Dylan. Not on your fighting. Oh, there's some Australian Dylans. Uh, That's Australian Dylan, yes. Yeah. Okay. And nothing against Kent K, but Kent K, Dylan, no. I still can't believe that you are fine. You're coming up with ways. It would work. But you're coming up with ways so that a team can't get a. You'd want to do that against the University of Houston that has Tank Dell. You can't get Tank on the field. That's then. right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, late in the game, or you they, they got to use a timeout. Wasted a timeout for my team. There you go. If especially if I'm gonna if listen, have you sold Dana? It, it actually, have you told Danny? You no, know no, no, a coach. I know. I'm gonna he tell knows him. multiple no, gonna coaches. Tell him. He can tell. No, plenty. listen. If it's third and three, and I'm running, or third and two, and I'm running the ball the other way, what's the difference if I've got a okay. punter on the left Does side? Does Dana Holgerson? Does Dana Holgerson have a show with us this year? Yes, I'm going to put it to him. I On the air, you have to give him this idea. And we're going to give him the other idea that one of our li- our listeners all draw plays. They tweet it to us uh, with a picture of it on their phone. And then we see if Dana will yeah. take the best one and use it in the game. I hope he treats you guys like Dan Orlovsky treated the McAfee show when he hung up on them because they kept calling him ugly without calling him ugly. Um, Dana just, I, I, I'm out. You didn't see that? I don't think Dana's no. going to be receptive to this, but I'm no. hoping he is. No, because Pat McAfee, not he was uh, Dan Olasky went on the McAfee show, and he's in a commercial with Stephen A. Smith where they pretend like they're in a scene with uh, Denzel. We saw it yesterday for the Equalizer 3. Yeah. So they pretend they're in the commercial or in a scene with them. And then Dan Olasky suggested that he look like John Krasinski. The, the famous actor from The Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. And Pat McAfee. And from his, The Office. And the office too, and, yeah, Jim from The Office. And Pat McAfee and what's the linebacker? Oh, uh, A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk were like, no, we're, you look like these much uglier guys. And they just started naming guys who are much uglier than John Krasinski. <laughs> and Orlowski eventually just hung up. Because <laughs> if, if, if anyone who knows the Howard Stern show, they said, uh, you kind of look like Beetlejuice. It's like a, a little a, a little person with bug eyes, uh, African-American gentleman. And Dan Orlowski was like, enough. I don't know if it was a bit, but he presented himself as a is Hollywood good looking. And they're like, no, no, you're not. You're uh you're and so- you think Dana will just hang up on us? I hope he does. No. That. I'm telling you, third and two, it's the only way to do it. Because you're going to run the ball to the right, a left wide receiver as a punter, and then he comes right. If you don't make the first down, he comes running back there, and you're going to punt the ball without changing any personnel. What? Thank you. Good night. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Is it football season yet? A tug of war. 22 nameless men grappling in the mud. They called it pro football. Chances are John stayed up all night on a high after winning big at the Baccarat table. And Lance is refreshed from his Japanese spa treatment, funded by a 16 parlay win. It's John and Lance, live from the Mobile Vivertex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. Hey, I want to, are you about to do sports? No, it's okay. our final segment of the yeah. week. So, uh, well, there's, news of the week. I want to ask Dale, Dale, are you dating at all? Do you go on dates at all? Sure, but okay. not dating anyone specifically. Here's something new Is that came about out. Tiffany Haddish? <laughs> no. Why would it be about Tiffany not Haddish? about Tiffany Haddish. Well, I've got a story about Tiffany Haddish okay, and save dating. It. Save it. Is it going to be news of the weird? It is. Well, okay. it's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, save it. Um, I was in complete shock. New dating trend sees men ask for refunds when they don't see a, quote, return on investment. Whoa. How the rules of romance have changed. Samantha Costanza went on a fairly unremarkable date. She and her date grabbed hot ciders at a Brooklyn bar. That's a pretty Brooklyn-y thing to do. When the bill came, her date slipped the bartender his credit card. It was only a few days later when he followed up to suggest a second date that something remarkable happened. 
Costanza wasn't interested in meeting up again and spent more time crafting a polite response to her paramour. His response, a Venmo request for half of her ciders. Ooh. Spicy. Um, That's spicy from the, from the paramour. Um, she said, I was in shock. It made it seem like the only reason he would offer to pay for my drinks is that he expected something from me. Let me ask you this. Is I know she, this is, is a she, joke. Is she brand new? What, what does she know about? I would, is she naive to dating? I don't think she you is. Think this man just bought you a drink because out of the goodness of his heart? Well, CNBC found relationship experts and women were equally outraged by this trend of men asking for money back, with one dating coach going so far as to call it pathetic and unethical. For her part, Costanza ignored the date's Venmo. I mean, let me ask you this question. I'm just, this is a question. I'm not making a comment or a statement. Okay. Jim Jeffries, a great comedian, Jim Jeffries, Australian, by the way, the great comedian Jim Jeffries was talking about um, equal pay. Like he made a joke about, equal pay and women not deserving as much as men, something. He got into it, and he talked about how men have to pay for, it's expected that men pay for, I I haven't dated forever. I have no idea. When you go on dates, do you pick it up or do you split it, Dell? Generally, I'm I'm not even saying generally. Yes, I'm picking up the bill. Okay. I pick up the bill whenever we go out to eat. You're married. I know. But but he's a kept man, and he still picks up the bill. Yeah, we we have separate money, but I always buy why? Because I'm the man. That's just that's what we do. That's what that's it's, what happens. It's just a societal norm. I'm not gonna we, make, I, we I, fall I, into. Would you sit there and let your wife buy and pay? No, for the bill? but I'm married. That's why I'm not even in this. But no, I'm not even in this conversation. I think it doesn't the, matter. The bigger question. My is, question is, if you, my question is, should the men still be? Yes. Picking up the bill if if yes. even if they don't make as much. Well, did you why? ask? What, what if the woman asks him out? Well, well this a, is the question in that movie we watched. Uh, which one? Uh, the models that went on the boat at the, with everybody puking all over each other. Oh yeah, remember that was, yeah. That was the, the first scene was about him picking up the tab. Well, if you ask, right. she makes more money, and she got yeah, that's right. I think it's isn't a, that a viable question? Well, no, I think it's a, you, if you're a guy, you pick. It's it up. an easy answer. If she's a hold on, if she's a supermodel, if she's no, you, a model. You have, you, you have to. You have to consider this. As if a you are the if you. Not the aggressor. The breadwinner. But, but if not even that. But if you are the person asking someone out, you pay. What do you think about this trend, though? Yes. Of if, if, like, don't, if, well, okay, even if she asks you underst- out. Well. Understood. But I think there's a... Unless you're there's half a, a, <laughs> Oh, there it is. He got one in finally. We've yeah. been doing this all weekend. That he finally time. got on the air. But if you are the person asking for the date and it's accepted, you pay. Now, if you want to get into a... Con- particularly if you're a man. If you want to get into a conversation about she asked you out, you didn't even expect it, you say yes, maybe, maybe, if you want to have that debate... But if you're asking as a guy, you're going to pay. But what about, forget all that then. Let me get to this one. What do you think about the new trend of when it doesn't work out, men want half their money back? No, it's, they Venmo it's you. an accepted, uh, it's a risk. It's, that's the risk you take that she doesn't want to see you afterwards. I think it's, I you think do it's, want return on investment, though. I, are you, mm. It's called ROI, though. No, I, I said ROI earlier. I'm not requesting Venmo for a half of nah, a cider nah, that I paid I think for. that's so weak. It that is, is so weak. Stop. It is part, no, it's weak, but I respect the... I respect the new the Gen res- Z. This is Gen Z's new way of saying, you know what? What's respectable about no, it? Well, because no, they're equal. Because about they're it. equal. You're, you're you're weak. No, they're but, equal. I mean, they're equal. Stop. And, 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 okay, and, boomer. This <laughs> no. is the way we're doing things now. No, Gen Z now no. is saying, if we're equal, then we're equal. No, you know no the problem Gen is Gen Z sucks. No, the problem is whoa. The problem is if he would have re- if he would have made the request if the date had gone well, then you have an argument. But that's he's just being spiteful. He's not. It's not about. 
Oh, no, it was okay, spiteful. Well, it's all not right, being but then spiteful. If, going to yeah, Greece, if, if the date goes really, really well, should you pay her more? Yes, yeah, if it went well. Wait a minute. Y'all are, oh, no, she that says, makes her a prostitute. If the date goes really, really well. Oh, hey, you date take, is complete. Your money's on the oh, no, no, table? No. Well, that's she, how you treated well, her. Well, no, no. She should charge you saying, I, I did more than, oh. you, than the dinner you bought me. But what if he did more? Well, what if she did more? Then she could charge. I don't more? know these rules anymore. Yeah, she could no, Venmo. No. I don't know these rules. There's yeah. OnlyFans now. Well, then, what are you talking about? We live in an well, OnlyFans generation. Well, that's the problem. The if rules have changed. So she agreed to a second date. Should she get? Should she? Should he give her more? Since he's requesting. I don't know. No, I don't know these no, rules. You, I don't play the this game. No, I don't play this game. You know what else doesn't make sense to me, Dell? NFT. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, you know, su- you know, super ice cream. You know yes, 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 yes. Where people, people can't see it because we're not in on, in the studio on Twitch. But you know what you shouldn't do? This whole mouth no, thing no, you're doing. But that's you're what they doing. do. What were you doing? The glizzies. There? With your hands and like bringing it to your yum, mouth. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, if ice cream, If you're the person yes. who wants something, then you pay. And our guys always want something, request, so they pay. You asked her out. Well, now, and, if she's hungry, pay. though, if she's hungry for it. This is what I'm saying. There's a le- there's a conversation to be had if she asked you. Don't say hungry for it. If she <laughs> asked you out. But if you're asking her out and it doesn't go well, you can't request the money. No. That, stop it. So it's embarrassing and what it is. It. And yet he did And it. how did it go for well, yeah, him? Yeah. He a, became famous. And, and, yeah, he became famous for being a D-bag. His yeah. name's not to you. Maybe he's a hero to other people. <laughs> no. No, no one finds no. him heroic. Some of your some of your friends in, your, in Gen Z, Dell. I'm not in Some Gen Z. of you stop guys really. Welcome to relationships. You don't. When you're married, you don't get you don't know the nearly new rules. as much as you pay you for. You don't know the new rules for these generations. <laughs> okay. Do you have Bitcoin right now? Yeah. Do you like Bitcoin? No. Exactly. Do you like NFTs? I'm not asking them to give me my money back. So you don't have. So you. That's what I'm saying. You don't know the new things. It doesn't make sense to you. Are you siding? No, yes, I do are, have Bitcoin. Are you siding? Does with it the make gentleman? sense to you? It doesn't matter if it makes sense. I bought it. You know, well, it doesn't make sense how much I lost on it. Exactly. Are you siding? So with give the me my money back. Bitcoin. Are you siding with him? I'm, I'm saying. Venmo Bitcoin and say, give I'm me my not money siding back. with him. What I'm saying is, huh? There's, there may be some no, new rules coming out No, it's out not here. a new rule. It's the man being spiteful. That's all it is. It is the man being spiteful. That's I'll, not a rule. He's just I'll upset. admit that. He's just upset because he's soft. He's it soft. It didn't go well for he's you, so you're asking D-bag. for your money back. Stop he, it. Stop it. You know what? Go find a, another. Maybe maybe if you brought it, maybe she would have done more. Maybe that was coming. Maybe, you're, maybe if you're a bit more charming, yeah. maybe the date would have gone maybe well. Maybe you're a, a D-bag to start with. Yeah, that's probably the case. That is. So if the guy if the guy is requesting money back for his ciders, you know he's a D back. You know that date didn't go well because cider? of him. Cider? First, first of all, cider money. First of all, hey, you got my, cider. It was seven dollars. You know she couldn't pay for her own cider. You can't pay for it. It's you know a what? friendly meet. Broke ass. You know Friendship. why she didn't do anything? Friendship. For you? That's the thing. If Friendship. The, the, he did pay for it. No, that's the she thing. Still didn't do that's the thing. If you're broke, he bought a whole seven dollar cider. cider. If you're broke, don't go on dates. First of all, they're ordering ciders. That's it. That's it. He should, if he ordered Coors Light, he probably would have got some. Right. Probably been deal. less expensive, too. Here's the deal. Oh, less, yeah, way less expensive. No, it was, you know, here I think it was this right around This show's so there. problematic. Right no. Yeah. Well, no, no, you're no, no, claiming no. him, not her. How would you like to wear those? ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. Well, I feel like I'm your daddy. You're not my daddy. No, daddy. Hush, no, now I'm your daddy. You ain't my daddy, boy. Yes, yeah, I am. You, you are not our daddy. daddy. I am your daddy. Not a daddy. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. weird. John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. Weird. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 
Uh, Tiffany Haddish, we mentioned this just a minute ago. Tiffany Haddish recently spoke on her late dog during an appearance on Paris Hilton's I Am Paris podcast. She says this, I believe the dog came to me to just let me know who has an STD. She let me know what dudes to deal with and what dudes not to deal with. Do you feel like Tiffany Haddish's dog could sniff out uh, STDs? See, I've heard of animals having weird capabilities. Like, like, supposedly there's some animals that can smell cancer. But I didn't know that, did the dog speak to her? Or did the dog, like, bark at guys who had STDs? She'd instantly go up to anyone who came in and smell their genitals. And would let you know, would let her know... This is a good one. You, this is these are do you bad. Think, this one's bad. Do you think Tiffany Haddish, if she lived a normal life and was like a normal person, would try to get this take off, or because she's an actress and you know they're allowed to be this weird? Yeah. There's no way. I don't know what she would have done if she didn't wasn't being an entertainer. There's no way if she worked in finance, she would get this take off and be like, you know what? I have a dog who sniffs men's genitals and it tells me if they have an STD. They have chlamydia. The only way that happens is because she lives this life. I'm telling you. You get warped, and she thinks this. <laughs> she thinks she can get away with this by telling this story. Um, here's a new survey, and you tell me, Dell. Singles want dates to be open about their mental health experiences. Do you want to know if you're dating? If you're on a date with a nut job, I don't know if we should call them nut jobs. Like, what? so if I'm on a date, do I want a girl to mention she's bipolar right away? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, in that case, yeah. I would like to know. Well, I think you find out in a hurry. Anyway. I'd like tell me first. It won't take long. I don't want to. I don't want to experience it. Just tell me. I want you to be on a whatever normal you call you consider normal. Tell me whether you're bipolar or not before we get to that point. Uh, uh, I don't want you manic on my date. Uh, this sex therapist sleeps with her clients to save marriages. Do you want to go see? That's actually not even new. That's been going on for years and years. A sex therapist that sleeps with her clients. Yeah. That is? That's yeah, that's not all of them obviously, but I know I remember watching some show when I was in uh, when I was like in high school watching I was like wow there was some was show you, on HBO or Cinemax or whatever. Were you going to ask? It was a real us? one. Well, you have I was going to ask you think would you like to go see Olivia Bentley? Well, sex what, therapist. What does she look like? Not bad. Well, then, <laughs> then I'll look her up. I think guys it could create problems in their marriages so they can go we'll see talk, her. Yeah. <laughs> Which will create more problems. Creates- or, as she thinks, save, save, save the relationship. <laughs> so she says. That's, yeah. what, that's what she said. The average TV viewer spends over 10 minutes trying to find something to watch. Agree? Disagree? The average TV viewer finds how much? Over 10 minutes trying no, to find something to watch. only if you're a cable subscriber. Right. With streaming, that doesn't happen. I would say on cable, yes. actually, the, it is accurate. But now with streaming, no chance. Uh, here is a bill from a restaurant. Hey, waiter, can you bring me my bill? How are you going to do this story? And it came comes back. The first one is fried chicken, eighteen dollars. Yep. Then carbonara for twenty six. Okay. Brown butter cake for ten. Side ice cream for three dollars. Lean delicious, thirteen dollars. You're an a hole, fifteen dollars. But he spelled out the word. It's literally he, on the bill. He on the charged bill. someone for $15 being an a hole. Dollars for being an a hole. Uh, do you feel tax. like you should be? You should have to pay. The waiter for being an a hole. If you got yeah, you just kick in the tip. You shouldn't have to be charged for it. It should it should show up in the tip. It because you know what the restaurant's getting the a hole charge unless that was the owner who threw. 
Actually, that's probably not the waiter. The owner is the one. Only the owner could do something like that. No, it was a waiter. Unless the waiter's waiting to get fired. Yeah, and the waiter doesn't care. Waiter's probably on so the way I, out. I, never, I, I rarely look at it. I just go, how much is it? Okay. And you probably had so many I, A-hole charges. Yeah, I probably had a bunch <laughs> of A-holes. You probably paid over <laughs> over $2,000 no, in actually, A-hole charges. I'm actually very nice to waiters and waitresses. Because you don't I want to spend in your food. No, that's right. And I want. I think and they're, just, they're it's, doing it's per, easy performing thing, service. It's an easy thing to be polite yes. to them. They're performing a service. This is a service that maybe you don't want. A female tenant arrested was arrested for squeezing her landlord's testicles to death she, over their like, electricity bill. Did she bill. kill the testicles or him? She killed him Ooh. by squeezing his testicles. That's a grip. She got arrested, right? And she was arrested. It is murder. Wait. Do you feel like maybe he should not have fought her over the electricity but bill? Is it murder in the Let first? Me ask a qu- should, it you, should it be it a reasonable sense. expectation that you can kill somebody by squeezing their testicles? No. That's not a reasonable expectation. So should she be charged with murder or like... What assault? Manslaughter. Man, yeah, I guess manslaughter. Since he died, can you be expected to kill someone by squeezing their testicles? I don't. I don't. I'd know. fight that charge. I, it hurts. You might feel like you want to die, but I wouldn't expect to do you kill know someone. Her grip. She's I don't got know. The kung fu grip. The GI Joe kung fu grip. Putting in, putting in time in the gym. Holy crap! How about going that way? I'm telling you, that's a terrible way to die. No, I'm never arguing with electricity. I didn't know anybody. that could kill you. I didn't know that could kill you either. Uh, here's a new study found that it would take 22 people to colonize Mars. Would you like to colonize Mars with 21 other people? What do you mean? It, what? Yes. What According do you mean a to study? The simulations will expand to 28 years. It would, it, it, an initial group of 22 is the minimum amount of people that you could colonize Mars so with. So they've got to be younger. Well, yeah, and it takes... you got to do things, obviously. Yeah. It takes uh, 28 Earth, Earth years to get there. Or whatever. So yeah, you put you put them in hibernation. That's what and, that's what sci-fi movies about, tell me. Now they're going to be too old to have kids too. Well, no, you got to put them in cryo. That's what uh, those sci-fi movies tell me. You got to freeze the people so they don't age. Uh, yeah. I watch all those movies. No I one know, gets older. I, I don't know that that's real. But well, okay. I mean, then we're not colonizing Mars. You're not. You're not. No one. You're not putting anyone. It's on not the Avatar. Trip. We're not putting anyone on a 28-year trip. All right. Uh, well, uh, all I know is I want to go. Okay. You want to go to Mars. 28 years from now. You're not going to make it. You're going to die before you get there. Why do you want to do that? I want to go to Mars. You're not going to make it. Uh, We're done. Thank you, DraftKings Sportsbook. Thank you, Gregory. Thank you uh, to Josh. Thank you to Robert, who runs the the, the, uh, book here. Thank you to everybody, Jerry and Tillman and everybody who was involved in having us here uh, these final two days as we get ready to start the football season. We love it. You need to get here, DraftKings Sportsbook, or just to get to the Golden Nugget, uh, whatever. It's the best place just two hours down the road. I don't want to tell you don't go to Vegas, but don't go to Vegas. Come right here.